0: Like most people who aren't related, unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. What's your? What are you booing over there? We're Ooh, live. Yes. No, come on, we're live. You have to wait, be what? happy now. We're live. What? Oh, wait, wait. You you didn't point. I thought you said we weren't gonna point because pointing is like. I mean,
1: you, you didn't I tell mean, me we're. I need makeup for next week's show. I'm, I'm looking Dana's a little. A, not a bad idea. I'm looking a little, little, little not blush. <laughs> I need some blush. I, I need a, not blush. I might need to run upstairs to uh, to Amanda's makeup counter. And say, hey, uh, let me borrow some of that makeup, girl. Okay, this got a little weird. Already? We were only yeah, it seconds didn't take long. It already got <laughs> weird. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> Ooh. All right, well, <laughs> I, I guess we'll just go ahead and start it. I am the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, all the way from the top of the state of Alabama, here in Madison, Alabama, where right now... I think you could see Noah floating by. If if anyone yeah. hears a message from God, just go ahead and start buying some some wood because it's uh it's there. It's it's yeah, it's bad. So it's you're been you're learning to measure in cubits. I haven't quite learned to measure in cubits just yet, <laughs> but I, I've I've heard that I need to. Yeah, might be a good idea. Yeah, it, it might be coming. So uh, you are the phenomenal brother, Adam Joseph Russell. That's right. All the way from the middle of the state of Florida. Yeah. uh, Where I hear it's kind of warm because this is also Princess Weekend, isn't it? That's right. Princess Half Marathon Weekend, which is also known as the last time I ran. (laughs) (laughs) But it was the best time, wasn't it? Uh, Well, I'll say this. It should have been a PR, yeah. But I had, which for those of you who don't know, in in, in running a PR technical terms. is is when you 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 know do a personal record. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, but but that just means that uh, you know I had to stop because you had to pee. I had to stop. I had to stop running because you had to pee,
0: dude. There were so many times you were so far ahead of me. You would get like. Yeah, I'll Flets. tell the story. There were so okay. many times. You, so, we, you know, you, when you run, you get in a group, right? And mm-hmm. you're around the same people for a period of time. Once you get like settled into your pace and everything. And there were times I would look up and you're just like 100 yards ahead of me. Just <laughs> talking <laughs> to all the people around us. And I'm just like, OK, dude, whatever. I mean, so, I, yeah. so I'm sorry that I slowed you down. But the problem is not that I had to stop to pee. The problem is you have really long legs. That's a problem That is the problem. Yeah, that's the problem is because anytime I have to do anything, it's going to absolutely slow you down. Right. Anytime I have to, I don't know, walk when we say run, walk or anything like that, because, you know, that definitely didn't have anything to do with not hitting a PR when I think it was an Epcot. And I said, yeah. no, right, Dave, no, it it's time to run. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: No. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. <laughs> look, look. I fell over at the at the start finish line. That was me. That was me. I I put forth that effort, and I. But did you that. made
0: it. That's what's important.
1: You made I, it. I finished the the I, I I crossed the finish line standing. Yes, you did. I can't say I did that two centimeters past it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, all right. So we're here. We're we're talking r- running. Yeah. Why? I don't even know. <laughs> it's <laughs> Princess Weekend. Dude, I, I if you don't see it on my face, I, this is taking care of a two-year-old face. I, I've had to take care of Harper all day, and we would had to take her to swimming lessons, and it's just been a rough day, man. It's been yeah. a, a busy. rough, busy day, and I wasn't even at work. <laughs> so... So I'm trying to figure this out. I've got our live feed on one part of my computer and then I have the website that we use for, you know, for the, the whole setup on mm-hmm. one the other side of the computer. I'm like, what do I look at? Do I look at you on the live feed or do I look at you on the live feed of our setup? I would look at me on the setup or else I'm going to be about five seconds behind. Or do I just look straight into the, the camera and just sit here and look at people? That's not a bad idea. We should try that. This whole episode, we should just just what glare. Think? I think that's a people, great idea. I think it's a great idea. I think we should do that. <laughs> I, I love. I can't hold that. I can't I hold that because that I can just, just feel feel it. joining and they see our eyes staring at them. <laughs> <What>? Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, those that are just listening to us on uh, on podcast, uh, <laughs> it like, makes for great what, audio. What did I miss? See, this is what Absolutely. you miss when you don't join us on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday Night
0: Live. You know, it was a big Tuesday night for us too because our um, hmm, our uh, city has a planning and zoning council. Oh, and oh that our- you posted
1: in the uh, scare mm-hmm. zone?
0: I did. I posted in completely the wrong group. And um, they wanted to take an area of our subdivision that was previously marked conservation, even though it was never designated that way from a zoning perspective. Wait, and is it like to- Animal
1: Kingdom conservation?
0: uh no more like wetlands outside of a theme park conservation people the same idea right human good (laughs) yeah people bad animal good tree give air (laughs) nobody and uh and they wanted to take it and rezone it for low density um residential tear it down put houses
1: but those people who
0: the people who border that green space which is trees and stuff like that right now. It's about 10 acres. The people who border that paid the previous builder a premium for a premium lot. Oh, even though the previous builder never had the right to call it conservation. And so it's a very sticky subject. The problem we have overall is there are too many houses in our subdivision anyway. And, uh, and the people who went up there and spoke out won, and they made the recommendation not to approve it. So now we've got to go to the city council and fight. And I tell you this story to prove how old I am that that's my highlight other than this of a Tuesday night. Wait, 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 wait.
1: So did did you just say that you had to fight? Yeah. For your right to park to conservation. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and wait, so you also <clears throat> lived in a uh, subdivided neighborhood? Yes. I bought Blair House like I said I would in a it's subdivided, subdivided neighborhood. neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it was you two for two. Have- I, I, see you're just stacking them up, put them on the tee, and let me hit them off. <laughs> Go for it. I, I do it. Do it. Do it. All right. So I, I see Carrie's in here. Sherry Sherry joined us this week, finally. Finally. Jeez. Adam's jail is here.
0: How are you, Sherry?
1: That's just going to be our weekly thing. Yeah, but I, I don't get to say, nope, I'm leaving. That's not fair. Carrie can say, nope, I'm leaving. I know you could leave. But uh, actually, no, you can't because you're the one that that works the controllers. Exactly. Okay. Um, Hey, do we want to announce Patreon now, or are we going to do it at the end? Because I think we figured out what we're going to do. Have we? Yeah, we have. Let's wait till the end. Let's get to the good stuff. We've made him wait long enough. Okay. Enough small talk. Enough. Okay. So we teased it last week that we were going to do a, a a topic on guilty pleasures. And I think you had the hardest time figuring out what your guilty pleasures were. I still I still I still do. Oh, Sherry said she's not feeling well. Oh. Sherry, what's 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 wrong? Well, I, I you hope you wh- feel better, Sherry. Do I need to sing to 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 make you feel better? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look at look at this. Adam says hes driving to Atlanta, listening to us. How about that? He's getting the podcast live. That's that, pretty that's awesome the best.
0: That's the best, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's just that—that's that's, how does that's, it get better than that? Well, I tell right, you. So, so you brought up guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasure. So, yeah. Do you even know what a guilty pleasure is, Adam? Because th- I do. there was some, there was some time that I don't think you did. No, I do know what a guilty pleasure is. It's um, oh, my friend Sherry said yes, please. Please sing. I, I'm i not right now.
0: I'll, I'll do it later. Okay, <laughs> I'll do some more singing for you, Sherry. Don't worry. Okay. Um, a guilty pleasure is um, my friend Matt. You know Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt, he, I think uh, he's watching us now. He likes he Britney was. Spears. I mean, I, hey. He, he, he will listen to that music and go to concerts with his wife. That's something that they do together. But so, it's wait, not wait. something that a lot of people would readily raise their hand and say, oh, my gosh. This is one of my favorite pastimes.
1: Did he like Britney Spears before his wife or did he like Britney Spears because of his wife? By the way, my no. friend Sarah says, what's up? Hey, Sarah. Hey,
0: Sarah. But no, it was a, um, a mutual. It's something that they had in common. That they so he liked
1: to do together. He liked her before his wife. Yeah. Or
0: around the same time. I don't know if you can say so, before. We were all grew up when it was just coming out. So, I mean,
1: I think they always liked it together. I'm afraid to ask this, Michael, because I know you're a pastor and all. But did you like Britney Spears for her music, or did you like Britney Spears for the same reason that every <laughs> 18-year-old liked Britney Spears back in? Well, in either does. case,
0: in either case, <laughs> he, today he does, and okay. and it's it's it, a guilty pleasure. Is one of those things that you would you would be embarrassed to talk about. In, in normal conversation because uh, or not really bring up readily a normal conversation. Cause it might embarrass you. And I, I, I think my thing is, is that my guilty pleasures are, I don't want to say lame, my guilty pleasures, aren't something other people, they would just roll their eyes at me. I love like, I'll, okay, I'll be sitting there and Blair and I will go to the bookstore and we'll walk through the bookstore and then we'll get back into the bargain section. I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's a book about one of my favorite books that I've read recently is all about like, matter and like it takes a picture of this guy who's sitting at a table outside on his patio and he talks about his teacup and what his teacup is made up of and his chair and what his chair is made of and the air around him and what it's made up of and it walks through different types of matter in a story behind him and i just love that book to death that's a guilty pleasure for me but but it's not like he listens to britney spears it's more like nerd
1: you know that kind of thing so um, I hope you can see the comments in our live feed right oh, now. You,
0: you just called me a nerd. And, you, and you I are... gladly admit it, but that's my guilty pleasure. Curse of Oak Island, uh, books about science, things about history, those kinds of things. I don't like belt out into random Broadway songs in public. Guilty pleasure. That's not a guilty pleasure. I, I No, no. So So here's the deal. I didn't say enjoy Broadway music. I said belt it out in public. Like, love it enough to belt it out in public. That qualifies it as a guilty pleasure.
1: See, I don't think it does. And and so, when I I first started thinking about this topic, there are are tons of things that I like that could be classified as guilty pleasures. Wrestling Mm -hmm. is, for some people, a guilty pleasure. For me, I'll talk about it till the cows come home. I I don't care. Uh, For some people, it's that they nerd out over Star Wars books. No. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Amanda just says, Dave, Ellie wanted me to comment on your podcast that she wants you to fix her alarm clock when I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Yes, ma'am.
0: I'm actually to the
1: list. I'm kind of shocked that she didn't send uh, that Ellie didn't come down here first. So I'm a little proud of that. So, so, yes, belting out Broadway in public or belting out any song in public, that could theoretically be somebody's guilty pleasure. But to me, I'm, I don't call that a guilty pleasure because that's not a guilty pleasure of mine. I, I, I will readily tell you that. Oh, see, my friend Sarah, I can make almost any song apply to a situation. I randomly start singing a song because it reminds me of something. Yes. That's me on this podcast. Yes. I mean, that's my life. Yes. I'm not gonna lie.
0: So I don't know if I could call that a guilty pleasure. But here so here's here's what I think the measure of a guilty pleasure is. Not necessarily pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) That not necessarily how embarrassed you are to bring it up, because there's not a lot that embarrasses you, Dave. No, not much. It's the reaction of the closest 20 people in your immediate vicinity when it
1: happens. Well, then that's 90% of my life. People go, oh. So your whole life is your guilty I mean, pleasure? <laughs> I, I, I mean, really? Are we gonna, Everything are we I do is that? my guilty pleasure. Um, because, yeah, I mean, most of my life is just people look at me and go, oh, Dave, really? Yes. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's how we built an audience. We built it up with of that alone, right? Yeah. Um, Okay, you're dead. What is a guilty pleasure? Something such as a movie, television program, or piece of music that one enjoys despite feeling that it is not generally held in high regard. Okay, so wrestling. yes, wrestling. If, if you're going to say that, then yes. But the one that I was going to say that I would probably be a little ashamed to admit that if if the whole world knew that I liked, and now people are, but the whole world, it, I like 2000s punk pop music. Like what? Bowling for Soup, uh, um, uh, Blink One Eighty Two, um, uh, Good Charlotte, Stacy's Mom. Stacy's mom has got it going on. She's all I want, and I waited for so long. You know that that stuff. Oh yeah, I'm aware. Stacy, can't you see that you're not the girl for me? I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Stacy's mom. Here you go, yeah. Sherry. You asked for it. <laughs> so, the reason that this kind of came up in my mind is because, so we all know that I'm a, a wrestling fan, and I I make no ashamed to to admit that. So I was, you know, just searching, and I was actually kind of shocked to see that uh, that Bowling for Soup has a new song out and a new album out. Oh, and on this I was album, waiting for that
0: with bated breath.
1: Well. Hush, I, I actually do. On this album is a song named Alexa Bliss. Oh, the wrestler. The wrestler, which is actually my Elliot's favorite. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so Kevin said we all love Dave. Oh Kevin. I'm not reading that out loud. I I I just Uh, Okay. So I have to tell the story. Okay. So I have to, I have to read out loud. Kevin, I just want you to know my mother listens to this podcast and because of you, (laughs) she's going to know what, what this is. And I I think I've told her this before. So, okay. Sophomore junior year of high school. I can't remember, but I went to a Christian high school. Okay. First off, Kevin says, we all love Dave's mom in high school. She was Stacy's mom in our world. I hope my mom knows that, Kevin. I hope my mom hears that and know that this is Kevin Robertson saying that. Anyway, okay. So, so how about this then? Oh, go ahead. You were making a point. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, we split up at boys and girls, male and female, and did sex ed. And you're using that we, word again, dude. No, we have was, uh, got to improve your vocabulary. That was sexual scandal. Okay, stop. <laughs> sex scandal. Stop. <laughs> anyway. If you haven't listened to our last episode, go back and do that because <laughs> I use the word sex scandal a lot. Stop! <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we did sex ed and uh, guys and girls split up and the teacher or the person that got to do the girls was my mom. My mom has her doctorate in nursing. She she is a childbirth instructor. She she knows her stuff. Um, Well, one of the guys that didn't know that we split up Went into the girls' room because that was where the normal room was, and he hadn't seen my mom before. And we get in there, and he he realizes and goes to the guys' room and walks in and says, "Guys, the lady in there teaching the whip the girls is so hot. She is so fine." There and a bunch of guys are laughing, and they he says, "Dareth, what? are you laughing at?" I said, "Dareth, that's my mom." <laughs> So, yes, that's that's the story of of Kevin's comment of why he says that.
0: So then uh, if I go back and it's not something I have the opportunity to opportunity to do much anymore, Mm -hmm. line dancing would probably be one of my old guilty pleasures. There
1: you go. That's That's, a good example. That's a good example where people would probably be embarrassed to know that you did it. That I used to teach it. I I just did it. I was and, a paid professional. You helped teach me. I mean, we we went <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. Dude. Come on. It was. We did. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of fun going up to Birmingham to I don't even know if that 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 club's not even there anymore, is it? No. We yeah. went up to Birmingham, my freshman saw your sophomore year, probably a couple other times, and just hung out and yep. line danced. Yep. So it's what you did back then. That's what you did back we didn't then. Didn't have no iPhones. No, uh, we didn't. No. Your dad says sitting on his patio, watching the sunset, drinking coffee, watching the ducks fly off, and holding hands with Catherine. That's her name. Yeah, I, I know, but I realized that at the end as I stopped reading and realized Virgil, that's not a guilty pleasure. That's that's something that it's, that's an awe moment. So it is. I don't think I can't call that a guilty pleasure, but <laughs> yours last week was actually really good because you, you were talking about curse of Oak Island. And you know, yes. Virgil's question was, you know, about curse of Oak Island. And that could consider be considered a guilty pleasure because to me, I watched that show. and I'm like, this is stupid, but y'all are just enthralled in this thing. Yeah. So over wood, they, they found some wood. Had they found any more wood? What, what happened this week? um
0: they found wood that leads them to believe that they have pinpointed the money pit where they will dig and find more wood and it was, it was um, funny they were they were digging at this random historical site for what they call the the 90 uh, foot stone i think it is mm-hmm. and it's a stone with markings all over it um that they had found when they originally found the money pit shaft and they've been searching for this flat stone for ages and they were like, I think it's at this museum, and it's probably buried under that bush right there. That's what someone told me one time. And so they dig and dig and dig, and they find this flat stone, and they're all freaking out, you know, getting it, getting it. They flip it over. this huge boulder with this tiny little flat spot on top of it. <laughs> and they were just going nuts over this thing. So, yeah, it's it, it again, it's the archaeological things that they're finding now that mean something. There's a history there to be told. It's but the
1: nerd. It's the nerd part of it. It is, yeah. It absolutely is. Uh, my friend, Sarah, says my guilty pleasure is dropping my kids off at my parents and going home and going to bed. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad call. I mean, I mean, you yeah. know, that, that why not? Um, I, I would say, I guess la- the last two weeks have been my guilty pleasures uh, on on the show. I mean, one of them is Broadway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I am probably one of the few straight guys that that likes Broadway as much as I do. Um, and, you and then the other, well Miranda. You Well, that's true. He he makes a ton of music, a ton of money on it. So I, I'm yeah. okay with that. Uh, the other thing is that when it comes to history, I like, like I sit there and I listen to history books and I uh, see you, Kevin. Good to see you. Thank you for making and, me remember my mom. Story. Thanks for the quote of the night, Kevin. Um, my mom says she likes dog, the bounty
0: hunter. That's a good one. I, when we were talking earlier, I mentioned impractical mm-hmm. chokers. Yeah, You know, that's one of those shows that not everybody watches, but you enjoyed anyway. Sorry, but you were saying, go ahead.
1: No, I was talking about history. You know, yes, I sit there and listen and read, uh, read history books at, at, in my spare time. But I like to do what we did last week. And I like to play the rabbit hole of what would happen if, take a moment in history and take that piece of hair out. What would happen if that hair pulls out and unravels the whole scarf? Mm. Because, I mean, you could go down a whole rabbit hole of that. It's true speaking of rabbit holes my wife said her favorite uh uh guilty pleasure was she has tmz on her phone wow i i would have never guessed that one she gets alerts from tmz and and she will tell me like she unfortunately she told me kobe died before anybody did because she got that, that tmz hmm. ding that wow. they're now getting in trouble for but she told me Kobe died before that because of TMZ. Wow. But because of TMZ, she will. Oh, Michael Watts just joined. Should yep. we tell him? Should we tell him again? <laughs> tell him but what? Beca- oh, about Britney Spears. No, that's Matt. Oh, Matt. Sorry, wrong yeah. one. That's cool. So be- because of TMZ, uh, Amanda likes to go down a rabbit hole of searching famous people's Instagram, and she <laughs> will go there for like hours and just go down uh, Instagram of. You know, Caitlyn Jenner's of uh, of Kim Kardashian uh, of all. She used to watch the Keeping Up the Kardashians. Hmm. And so she's in love with that type of junk. Fascinating. Fascinating. That's one word for it. Yeah. So and then back to music with it too, Uh Kyle, which I haven't seen Kyle today. I have he, he normally gets on and talks to us. Yeah. Hmm. KG, I'm a little <laughs> upset at you, sir. Uh, but Kyle gets on and he said that his favorite guilty pleasure is the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. That's a good example of one. I don't know if I can agree with you there, but I will, you know. So so what he's saying is when he turns the music, the radio on, he wants, he tells the radio to give him what he wants, what he really, really wants. He'll tell you what he wants, what he really, really wants. He want to, want to, want to, want to, really, really, really want to listen to the girls. Yeah, you know, that, yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what he says. Yes, that's exactly what he says. Uh, <laughs> Michael Watts, his favorite guilty pleasure back in the day was hanging out with Adam at Pure Country, writing, oh, you didn't tell me anything about writing Mechanical Bulls. Oh, I never got on it. That was Mike's thing. Oh, really? Mike, did, did, what, come on, tell me what happened.
0: <laughs> but like my dad eat? said, Money Pit isn't a hole full of money. It's a drain on money. Like, like the movie, the Tom Hanks movie, right? I have mm-hmm. a feeling that's what the, the island's going to end up being more.
1: But, uh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> what when... says, wait, wait, Mike, I heard on watch party about Britney Spears way before being a pastor. Uh, he watching a lot of VH one videos. VH1. see <laughs> now I'll be honest. One of my guilty pleasures back in the day was I actually watched TRL and I, and I looked wow. forward to that. Adam didn't do it. It was my thing. He always laughed at me. Talk about the mechanical bull. The bull. Yeah. that kind of makes me a little sad because now I want to know of the, uh, I need a video of Adam doing Danny Zuko and I need a video of Mike doing the bull.
0: What would we have taken that video on a camcorder? (laughs) Well, thank goodness. It wasn't as easy to snap video of those types of things back then. I know. (laughs) Yeah. But so you were about to
1: say something before I broke in.
0: I was, I was going to try to gracefully transition, but, um,
1: well, we we well the, see, we don't need a graceful transition anymore because we do have a hard stop every week because of your dad. Oh, that's true. You're right. And every week because of your dad. What happened? Did you just move? I bumped my laptop. I'm sorry.
0: My bad. <laughs> I bumped my laptop. So, it yes, doesn't what, work for me. What do we have every week, Dave? You say it.
1: Virgil asked a question. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So there's, I got to look it up this week because he sent it at a weird time and I didn't even listen to it. You didn't yet? So No, he ready? sent it on the, the day before Valentine's Day. So, here we go. But it's coming up in just a little over three weeks is something uh, a lot of us like. Uh, some of us don't care for, some of us don't observe it, but us, most of us do. It is the... Um, highly welcomed Daylight Savings Time, uh, which will be March the 8th. Uh, Here's the question. When did the U.S. start using Daylight Savings Time? And the second part of the question is, what country started using Daylight Savings Time first? Okay, so I think it was in the the Depression. When we first started using it. The Depression. Okay. Uh, because I know it was to give farmers more time to, with the light to, to do more things in the summer. Cause that's when they grew crops and everything like that. Uh, I know it's <laughs> my bad. I missed it. See Sarah. That's why you just need to go back and watch it when you miss it. We're just that good. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Anyway. Um, but yeah, I think it was in the thirties. Uh, you probably got pulled up. Don't you?
0: Yes, I do. Or am i wrong 1918 really so it was really.
1: world war one well,
0: let there was a plan around it so the first ones to to use it were germany and austria oh there you go mike said i believe germany not sure yep germany and austria in 1916 we adopted it in 1918 but it was not the standard until the uniform time act was passed in 1966.
1: really yeah okay your dad just said april 12 1966 public law 89-387 lbj Please tell me he looked that up. Or is that something you oh, dad I'm sure it was in just... there. I'm sure it's in there. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it's in there. But oh that, it was gosh. 1966 when the Uniform Time Act was passed. But 100, it says on the thing I found, 100 million Americans actually already use daylight savings time as part of their normal life. So that just made it to where everybody used it. But states then, which like Florida is trying to do now, could Arizona opt out of it does. if they wanted to.
1: Yeah, Arizona opts out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Alabama would because we really don't need it anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wish that we would stay in daylight za- daylight savings time. Yep. So, yeah, you're t- Mike, I wish they would leave it alone. When I go to Ecuador, they don't touch it. We should leave it alone, in my opinion. I agree because I think that it's it's dumb. I I like to. I don't like to wake up when it's dark. I don't like to leave work when it's dark. Yes. So Thanks a lot,
0: Benjamin Franklin.
1: Yeah, there you go. Let's go fly a kite and put a key to it. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs Google when you have Virgil? <laughs> exactly. There you go. That is very true. I, the weekend I was down there, I think I heard more random facts, awesome random facts, than I have in a lifetime. Your dad's just awesome. That's right. So speaking of awesome, you like that segue? That wasn't a very good one, but no, not really, but no. it works. Go with it. So last Friday <laughs> we heard the new James Bond song. Mm. I know, but so the mm. more I listen to it, mm. the more I'm I'm getting to be okay with it. Mm. It's not what I thought it would be,
0: mm.
1: but it's getting better and better and better in my mind mm. just because i mean okay billy eilish is weird
0: Okay, mm. right, i mean come I, on. can i tell you That's... what my problem is with this song what skyfall starts off the same way um sam smith's song writing on the wall starts out the same way kind of Slow and moody and melodic and it's got those minor key that kind of drives you into that James. But that's James Bond. Yeah, but no, that's not the problem I have with it. Let me finish. Can't can I finish? Can I I finish? finish. So listen, Linda, Linda, listen, listen. (laughs) The problem that I have with it, it checks all the boxes like in the first five seconds, but it never builds. There are never like loud trumpets hitting that fanfare, kind of mixed in with it. There's never like that big crescendo moment. It never grows. It just stays. And when we go down this path, you'll see that I have an obvious bias in my selection of what I think the best Bond songs are. Right. This one is not up there because it never grows beyond that first note. It stays oh, so. down in the well the whole time.
1: I think it's funny. We're talking about this past the guilty pleasures. Yeah. Sarah says Billy Eilish is her guilty pleasure.
0: And you know what? More power to you. I'm totally for it. And I think that this it so Daniel Craig's James Bond and Billie Eilish seem to match somewhat
1: kind of moody kind
0: of stuff. But it never builds. It never goes out of that that deep place that she lives in. And I think that they but I think you saw it a little bit in some previous ones, like when Aha or Duran Duran did the song.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They picked who was popular at the time and threw him out there trying to resonate with that audience. And it didn't work.
1: Okay, this is Duran Duran. Oh, this is also the uh, Timothy Dalton era Bond.
0: That's so bad. Yeah.
1: That's not good.
0: No, it sounds okay. like a Duran Duran song that yeah. they stuck on the front of a James Bond movie. Just like this sounds like a Billie Eilish song that they stuck on the front of a James Bond movie.
1: And I don't have a uh-huh. problem with it overall. I mean, the start of it. I mean, that's Bond. Just wait. that's fun. that's you gotta think of the time it was in man no
0: I get it and it's the synth version
1: of that guitar you've frozen we have frozen ladies and gentlemen we have a, a, a frozen moment give us a moment We're frozen, so we're going to sit here and and, and talk for a second uh, while Adam comes back. I'm I'm sorry that we're having some issues here, but uh, Adam he he says he'll be back in just a second. So I I think what he was trying to say is I didn't. It's the synth version of that guitar, but it's still just kind of weird. I don't know. I'm okay with that aha song with that synth version of the guitar because it it, it does feel very bondish for the 80s i mean they they had to kind of make the the sound the way it was in the era
0: yeah but that's the thing it shouldn't be era based a bond song should be transcendent yes and and i just and i I think i don't so that little synthesizer thing at the beginning isn't my problem as soon as they tried with that as soon as they get into lyrics they just lose me and so, that's my problem with probably 75% of the Bond songs is it's, is it's literally, and we, I'll go ahead and like lead us down the path of, of no, no, I don't want to go there yet.
1: I don't want to go there yet. I, okay. Then then say something else. So <laughs> you, you want to say that aha and Duran Duran was bad. Yeah. I actually would say that this one's, this one is a music of the moment, music of the error, but I actually enjoy this one. Just a second. You're gonna laugh at me when you when you hear what it is. I'm just gonna let it play for a second. For oh. Is that Die Another Day? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, come on. That while yes, it is yeah. Madonna of the late two thousands. Maybe early 2000s. yeah I think that that was one of the better songs of that era because I, I think that Madonna actually put the Pierce Brosnan type of bond in a perfect song right there. Yeah I don't yeah I don't have a problem with that one It's not one of my
0: favorites but, but I think that I have a I'm a very divided mind when it comes to to bond songs and it's that one ranks in the in the soft middle. I have a very hard division between what I think is a good one and what I think is a bad one, and that one sits kind of in that nougatty center. Um, (laughs) But I'll
1: I'll, I'll hold off on going until you're ready to broach the topic. (laughs) So I I do want to get your opinion on this Um, because this one is kind of, to me, it's iconic, probably just because of the way it started or of the video itself. Oh, the one with Jack White and Alicia Keys? No, 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 no. This is that one's good. This is Chris Carnell of Soundgarden. I think it's Soundgarden. Is this Not you know my name from Casino Royale? Yes.
0: yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that. I have that as, as in my top three for sure. Yeah, I like that but, uh, one a lot. I, uh, I a love lot. that whole intro. I think the Casino yeah. Royale scene is good and everything. I love the yeah. whole intro to that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to get yelled at for people who don't that my sense. Chris Cornell's band, Wrong, rest in peace. Uh, I think it's Soundgarden. Uh, he also did Black Hole Sun, but at, yeah. that at the, at the time, that's what was popular. So I, I, I like that. Um, but you say, and we we're going to go down this path, and I, I love that. I see some Mike actually post one of the best Bond songs in my mm-hmm. mind. Yep, was Wings, Paul McCartney, Live and Let Die. Yep. I like some of these older songs. "Live and Let Die," "For Your Eyes Only." Uh, you, you really have to get into—I mean, Moonraker. Uh, mm-hmm. The oh, come on, "Diamonds Are Forever." Mm-mm. Louis Armstrong, "We Have All the Time in the World." No. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy Sinatra, "You
0: Only Live Twice." So, uh, and- so here, here's here's the thing. I I like, and and we talked this I think before on a on a somewhat related topic, just about James Bond in general. Mm-hmm. I like the current iteration of James Bond a lot. Right. And and I, I think that they've played well to the the fragile psyche of James Bond more than he's this invincible tough dude. He's more relatable that way, I think. But I think that a lot of the old ones, the are the 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 intro song is just as dated as the way they pulled the movie off. Because a lot of the old ones are literally just a very talented female singer singing the name of the movie over and over and over. The only mm. exception I'll give you, I enjoy Goldfinger, but Tom Gold Jones, Tom Jones, finger. Tom Jones trying to find words that end up rhyming with Thunderball, Moonraker, Your I Eyes mean, Only. I mean, it's the same thing. It is literally. You're a right. It is, but that's slow. Same. But no, they were. They were. So like Sheena Easton was, was for your eyes only, right? Right. Which one did she sing? That is a, that is a pop love song kind of feeling thing. It's this weird song. And I just, I think a lot of them that your your eyes only the way that the way that it was mixed and arranged and the way it feels, it's a too happy in some cases, I think. But the other side of it is that it's like a love song and it's like, I, I, I just love it. But it is. Him. No, but, James but Bond he does not this...
1: fall in love with anybody. No, but he you're right. But he didn't fall in love with anybody. But the girl always falls in love with him. So it's it's sung to James Bond. Yeah. But that's I, the whole so point. So that's what I
0: don't like about the old iteration. What I love about the new iteration is the story arc of he fell in love with Vespa. She ended up turning. She ended up dying. It broke his heart. And he's trying to rebuild himself back after all the stuff that he's been through. And I think that the, the Casino Royale song, Skyfall, the um the the another way to die, Jack White and Alicia Keys, mm-hmm. um, writings on the wall. Even I think that those summarize it so much better. What this new kind of feel has been for the movies, which I enjoy a million times. So you're from? I don't know yeah. that you can ever. No, you're back now. I just. <laughs> I don't know that you can ever. Top Sean Connery. He's like iconic, right? I don't know that you can ever like top that first time you saw Pierce Brosnan and the first James Bond movie they'd had in a while. Pierce Brosnan was the perfect Bond for that generation of Bond. But I think that this new one, the songs have fit it so well. And I personally like them a lot more. Now I'll say, I don't like writings on the wall overall, but okay. that, that, that way that it intros they play it throughout the movie and it kind of yeah. carries throughout the whole movie that way, you know? And I think that it pulled it off like that, but my only, the oldest two that I've got are gold and with Tina Turner and live and let die with Paul McCartney. All of my other favorites are quantum of solace forward.
1: So, but you, so I had to pull live and let die out of you because, yeah,
0: I mean, I, I don't think that I associate, honestly, I, I associate that with the wings. I don't associate that immediately with a bond song. I like have it in my play was from the actual album that it was on, like right. I don't I don't make that automatic association, but I, I do think it's one of the best ones. the The whole like sped up in guitar solo thing, the da 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 da. I don't know that that Da-da-da-da-da. fits as
1: much, but it's still cool. It's still awesome, but I just don't See, know. If and, 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 and fondest, I'll say this: you know, I actually like a different version than the Wings. I like Guns N' Roses version of it. Oh yeah, that's I like a good that. one too. So, yeah, but I, I still I don't know. I think that some of those older songs set the movie up better. The the way the newer ones are, and your Michael Watts is saying nobody does it better. I mean that's a perfect song. Uh, "Live and Let Die" is perfect. Your dad said uh, "Let It Die," Jane Seymour, "Your Eyes Only." Uh, care, those are the the perfect songs. They are okay. Mm-hmm. So back to talking about Bond for a second before we get into more Bond songs, or and, and another tangent I want to get down. Uh, but the the newer iterations of Bond was basically a reset. Hey, we're it says our timer's gone, so I can't see how long we've been going anymore. Forty one minutes. Um, okay, the newer iterations of Bond is basically a reset. Um, the, when Vespa turned on him, now we know why James Bond is a womanizer. You know, he he when he in Casino Royale, he went up and asked the bartender for a martini, and he didn't know how to order it. He said, "How about I make it shaken, not stirred." Yeah. So all of this new bond, all this Daniel Craig bond is a basically reboot of James Bond. Yeah. It's a backstory so that you never really it, got from the other. It's story. backstory. And, and that's why I like what we're getting. I like how Sky Falls in here. I, I like Quantum of Solace. I like all that. Uh, yes, Mike, Tomorrow Never never Dies, Sheryl Crow. That's probably yeah. the first of the good modern James Bonds because that was. That was one of... I like
0: GoldenEye better. Tomorrow Never Dies was the one about the news Tomorrow
1: thing in the satellite, right? That was... Come on. That was uh, Terry Hatcher was the Bond girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love that one. Uh, but let's get back to Living and Die for a second. I I, I, I want to just touch on that one for a second because I had to pull out of you that you actually liked it. Uh, because of one reason and one reason alone. And you said you actually don't like Paul McCartney. And that got us down a, a, a whole <laughs> road of talking that you a music guy don't like the Beatles. Not a huge fan at all. You say you don't like 60, 50s and 60s music. I would say I wouldn't say, I the, wouldn't the, say at
0: all. We, as we fleshed out in our conversation, it's not an at all. I'm just not one of those people that says the Beatles are awesome.
1: I think some they of the revolutionized things the Beatles did music
0: yeah, I don't know if it was for the better in that case,
1: though. They did. Okay. They brought up. They brought over. I mean, the the English, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, whatever it is in the sixties. They, they brought what, over what they that kind of music.
0: So what they did was they came over here and they sang "Love, Love Me Do" and "I Want to Hold Your Hand." And I I don't mind those songs at all. I just don't. I'm not going to choose to listen to fifties and sixties pop over anything else. So it might show up in my chosen for you rotation on spotify but i'm not going to go search it out right they right. brought that over they got everybody's attention and then they got high all the time and then completely made like they had this middle stuff that was good and then they just went on this crazy tangent man they went off the rails altogether, and i think they sold everybody on it then they got hung up in what the 70s were <laughs> late 60s and early 70s were for everybody and i am the walrus goo 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 I mean, it's a popular song. People love it. I don't care if it's a popular song. The Spice Girls are popular too. Doesn't mean that it's
1: good music. Jeff Kramer, okay. Jeff just says he got sick with you. Thank you. They're not grocery overrated. Yes, I mean, they are over overrated. Jeff, ask your mom. Ask your dad about the beat. Well, they're probably a little young for the that, but. The Beatles were music in the sixties and seventies. Yes, they were God, music. Mike, they they were. <laughs> Mike Watts agrees too. They were music
0: in the sixties and seventies, and then Yoko Ono showed up, and well, drugs right. came into play, and these dudes literally went nuts right in front of our eyes, man. Yellow well, submarine. I don't care if it's catchy and everybody we all live in. It doesn't make any sense. It is okay. absolute, just like audio audio trash. It doesn't does mean. Anything. most of the music we listen to now make sense? Um, it depends on what your genre is. Okay, country music. If you've been into pop, sense? if you, well, I mean, it's all about one topic. So I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty clear on "Hey, girl, what's up?" all the time. I hey, mean, bro, country is only about five things. Yeah. But um, but I just <laughs> I, I think that in pop music, you know, you get into John Lennon felt like he was deep. And But I think that John Lennon acted like he had this secret knowledge of some mystical thing that no one else would ever be able to reach. And he's just a dude who's just writing stuff, and everybody's listening to it because they did good stuff 10 years before that. That's my opinion of the Beatles.
1: So I agree with the point. I mean, yes, their 50s and 60s stuff was their best stuff. I I wouldn't even go as far as saying that. I would say their middle stuff, Eleanor Rigby,
0: uh, Let It Be. Um, Hey Jude I think that middle stuff is the best I think the front stuff was catchy the middle stuff is the best and then phew, you know
1: by the way Sarah my husband <laughs> said I can't <laughs> listen to y'all anymore <laughs> James Bond music negativity and anti-Beatles so Sarah let, let's I'm not going I was gonna say something It's half and about. half Dave, yeah. Dave's on your side. He can probably revive him. That'll I revive love it. the Beatles. Yeah. And I love all James Bond music except maybe one or two. Uh, I actually have a best of James Bond album that I've been listening to for a week now. There's just some weird people that have done James Bond music that, that probably could have picked a better one. Billie Eilish probably could have been a better pick. So, but Sarah, Dave is here. I'm here for you. Your, tell your husband you can listen to the show because of Dave. I'm here for you. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I, I just I find it hard to believe, Dave, that you would actively go pick out Shirley Bassey music to listen to. Uh, on James Bond? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. Okay. Because of the context, because of what happened. So, okay. yes, I actively would listen to it.
0: So you would be at a stoplight with your windows rolled down with Moonraker playing, mm-hmm.
1: and you'd be Adam, cool with that. Adam, when I picked you up from... uh uh, uh, what, oh where was that The English building at Tuscaloosa In my BMW that one time mm-hmm. What was I blaring out the windows Dude I don't remember You made fun of me It was the Michael Jackson history album So I have <laughs> no issues Blaring music out <laughs> you of my car no, no, no. Wait, wait.
0: You cannot compare Michael Jackson to Moonraker I'm sorry You can't be like oh I'm cool I'm fine with it And FYI Sherry Matz there are songs of every genre that don't make sense. Life is too short to be serious and make sense all the time. I completely agree. Life is too short, so why listen to music? that people are high on. I mean, I just life is too you short to their church. Yeah, I do. But <laughs> okay, so no wait, his his song tells a story, and often if you listen to the undertones, you can get something out of it. What the heck is "I Am the Walrus"
1: about? Koo-ka-choo. What is it about? <laughs> I mean, come on. What is about what is cocaine about? The the um oh, yes, but I mean seriously, Eric Eric Clapton, what's half of Clapton's songs about? Yeah. So I don't know either. Oh, Adam, Adam Russell. I like Change the World. That's the worst Clapton song. And I think that's about it. You don't like Tears in Heaven? Uh, Beautiful not, Tonight? No, that's not a bad. Tears in Heaven's not bad. Do you know why he wrote Tears in Heaven, right? Yeah, sun died. Fell out of a window. Yes. I was alive in the
0: head. 90s. I okay. watched I watched MTV Unplugged. Thank you. Okay, fine.
1: <laughs> when we come hmm. back.
0: My dad yes. just made the point. Did you see the movie yesterday? It was great. Yes. I enjoyed the movie yesterday. Absolutely enjoyed that movie. I think the end of that movie was Fantastic. I just
1: have the stuff that they came up with. I just don't personally choose to listen to it. It's well, cool. I personally choose to think you're crazy. Have you watched? I know you haven't, but have you watched the movie uh, Across the Universe? I have not. Okay, you, you kind of need to. It's 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 a well, you probably don't because you. I can't even get you to watch uh, um, Greatest Showman. But Across no, the no, Universe,
0: no. you can't get me to watch Greatest Showman with you in the room. That's different. Okay, that's true.
1: So Across the <laughs> Universe is is a movie that they made a story. Oh, I know Evan Rachel Beatles Wood songs. was in it or
0: somebody, right? I mean, I'm yeah, aware yeah, yeah. of yeah.
1: I'm it's aware a good of that movie. Can... Okay. You, you need to watch it. It's so you're telling me that that do you go out of your way? Like let's say you're running driving down the road. Mm-hmm. Do you go out of your way when a Beatles song comes on the radio? A seventies Beatles song comes on the radio. Do you change it? You have been in my car. Um, what do I have on in my car? Yeah, that's true. Thank you, Sherry.
0: Hashtag team Dave. Cool. Hey, you know what? Somebody's got to be on your side. Most people I mean the Beatles are a very, very popular band for a reason. They sell a lot of albums, sold a lot of albums, and they're still famous to this day for a very good reason. I just Okay.
1: (laughs) What's our timer at Adam?
0: Oh 50 minutes. We got 10 minutes left to talk about this. Please.
1: Uh, no, I think it's about time to start wrapping up. Um, just because we got a couple of things we're going to announce at the end here at the end. Uh, we promised you at the end that we would talk about Patreon. Um, once again, you don't have to do this. I'm, I'm. This is just something that we're going to hope to do to maybe push some, some money, some fundage back to making this show better than it is now. Hopefully a lot better than it is now. Because I'd say right now we're kind of in the building phase. Uh, we're only about 30 sh- 30 episodes in and we're in the building phase. Um, but there are a lot of things that we want to do with this show that that we can't do right now because this is a labor of love and it, it's just out of our pocket. And it's it's a I mean, it's not a lot of money to start a podcast, but to make a podcast popular-er. popular. Popular, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean wicked. Sound to be popular or uh, R. <laughs> oh come on, Kristen Chenoweth. Oh Adam. Okay, there's there's my guilty pleasure. Sorry, coming out <laughs> anyway. But to make the shows popular or and make it more marketable, you have to put uh, and pour a lot of money into it, and, yep. and that's just money that we don't have. I mean, that would take away from our families right now, and, and so anything we get from Patreon would not go to our pockets. It wouldn't buy me airline tickets to get down to Orlando. Yeah. It, it, it would straight go back into the Unrelated Birth Podcast. Uh, we, we're going to have two tiers, a $5 tier and a $10 tier. A $5 tier will get you a, a special shout-out every, what do we say, every three or four weeks? Yeah. Um, we talk about you, and we we give you a special shout out. So, which means we're going to have to stop doing a little bit of "Hey Sherry, Hey Sarah," you know, type. No, type I think it's stuff. different.
0: I think I think it's a a thank you, like it's it's different from an interaction on the show. It, it it's more than just like "Oh, you made a comment. We're going to read the comment, talk about that comment." It's specifically time set aside to thank the folks that you know support us and are trying to help us get there.
1: Yeah, and and I hadn't brought this up to you, but I think that this is something that we should probably look into doing as well. Um, each person that does a five, $5 or $10, I think we need to give them a, a personalized email. Like maybe you send one and I'll send one, probably an email from both of us. Okay. Just thanking them saying, Hey, you know, we, we want this to be, I mean, as, as stupid, as silly as it sounds, when we say at the end of the show, we love you guys, we, we mean it. Um, we want this to be kind of like a family and I, I want to know, you know, what's your family doing? How's your mom and him type type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I'd like to keep up an email traffic with everybody that's that's a Patreon of the show five dollar ten dollar I don't care whatever level you're at. Uh, so the five dollars is going to be the special shout out and an email every every now and then from from both Adam and, my, and myself. The ten dollar is something that's going to be a little bit it's going to bleed into the next announcement we have. Uh, ten dollar is every other. Third week however long i mean however much adam and i can decide to do it uh a special live feed either on patreon or facebook however we're going to do it where we can all sit chat and and basically have a fireside chat Mm kind of like we used to do with the monday night thing uh but so you'll get everything on the five dollar level plus on the ten dollar level you'll get that extra special chat and we are working with a a shirt company that you will hear here in just a couple of minutes. And we'll Adam, let Adam uh, talk about that here in a second. Um, that uh, we will give you a special uh, discount code for that shirt company to uh, to basically get whatever you want from the unrelated birth shop, which may or may not be there, uh, or from whatever is else is on this website. Yeah. Uh, so are so you? Can, you- Go ahead,
0: ahead. finish up. up. I was going
1: to say, plus, like I said, you'll get everything that's at the $5 level plus what that extra stuff at the $10 level.
0: So, then are you saying that the $5 level, we would give someone a personal shout out? Like we would tell them, you know my name. And then for the $10 level, they would get something that is for their eyes only. Boom. See what I did there? I see what you did there.
1: (laughs) Boom. I tied it all in together. Look at that. You did. Look, look, everything that was unrelated became related. related. <laughs> there you go. All right, Adam. So what is this t-shirt company and what is the other announcements that we are going to be making?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, out on unrelated at birth.com right now, we have our website um, or our, our um, merchandise site out there with t-shirts and aprons and mugs and hats and all that good stuff. I think what we're looking at doing now is um, daelster.com. We'll, we'll get to hats, don't worry. It's okay. But dalester.com, and I think you're wearing a Dalester shirt right now, Dave, are you not? Um, they do a lot of kind of play on Disney things and a lot of pretty cool um, graphics and logos, that kind of thing. And so we're actually going to be hosting an unrelated at birth section on dalester.com where we'll have um, probably a handful of t-shirts, some that he'll help design and and use some of his expertise on that. And I think the beauty of it for us is um, it's kind of us giving him exposure and vice versa, but the prices are going to be significantly lower than they are on the current merchandise. Exponentially lower. So it's yeah. a very exciting thing. So I think we'll we'll eventually get it to the point where it's linked up with the website. We'll have a link on here. We'll share it every week. And, and if you <laughs> want to go out check it out, it's gonna be really cool. We're gonna pare down the offering a little bit and then um and then launch it out there for Dalster.com.
1: Yep, and I think it's going to be great. I I love his shirts. His shirts are are so, just baby's booty soft. Um, and and hey, don't laugh at me. I I, I mean, it's a good choice I, of words. I, there you
0: go, baby booty soft, baby booty soft, BBS yeah. special. B
1: yeah okay sure, uh, and it's it's really cool because it doesn't take that long to ship to you. You know, I, I don't want to talk bad about Spreadshirt because they they're very good for what they are, but. Their shirts are a little coarse and rough, and it's everywhere. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was hoping you'd spit your <laughs> coffee out. I would, but I like my laptop too much. <laughs> uh, and it takes a long time for the, the product to get there. Uh, Adam does a great job with his product. Not you, Adam. Adam Dale. Yes. Does a great job with this product, and it'll be there pretty quickly. Um, I'm about to have to mute my mic. So, give me a second, Adam. You're going to have to talk for a second. There's about to be someone else joining us in the uh, unrelated at birth room. Okay. Give me so talk for a second, Adam. Yeah, sure, no problem. My... I got it
0: covered. I'll go ahead and go over the socials while you're getting your guests lined up. So, we um we appreciate everybody listening every week as always. Thanks for all your interaction this week, guys, on the comments. If you haven't joined us for a Facebook Live yet, and you're listening over podcast, um, make sure you check us out on Facebook if you're over there. Um, unrelated at Birth is the page at Unrelated at Birth. And um, you can interact with us there too. Uh, more info to come on the Patreon and the, and the dalester.com stuff. You can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Twitter is at not related bros. Instagram is at unrelated at birth. Um, Twitter for both of us individually and Instagram is at the Adams 419 for Dave. I'm at run tide run. Dave, what else you got to say to close us out? He's
1: giving us a uh, thumbs up. I'm giving you a thumbs up. Uh, hey, real quick. We are about to film a bonus episode. A bonus video, probably, that'll go Did up. You. It'll, be par- It'll be part of a bonus. It'll be part of an episode when you're on. Yeah, we got to work on that door. It'll be part of a bonus episode when you're on vacation at your yep. um your place that Indian. Beep! Spring that break. Can't say. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, my spring break, well, my girl's spring break, I'll be, up, be at a place that I can't see Walt Disney. Beep. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but hey, 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 come here, come here, come here. We're going, we're going to end the show, and we're going to let that guy, Buddy, in here. What's up, Carrie? Carrie? <laughs> Carrie's back here. <laughs> who am I looking at? Where well, am I looking at? Well, this is the is this actual. What, feed? We do the camera thing where we yeah, look at it? Cam- and, yeah, yeah see, it's just it's like it that. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, stare at the camera right there. <laughs> <That's crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so pay attention to the Facebook page here, and maybe in the next couple of days we'll we'll post the, the video. And if, if you know Carrie, you know who he's an ex what he's an expert on. So you know what that video is about to be. I'm about to be happy too. Mysterious. <laughs> he's he's looking at my collection. It's probably not happy that i have a lot of them out of the box right now <laughs> but anyway uh, guys we say it every weekend like i said earlier it might sound like a cliche but i do truly mean it we love you guys uh, you spend an hour out of your week listening to us ramble about crap that we we love uh but we love that and, and that's that's amazing to us so guys we love you guys uh i'll go ahead and say it i feel like each one of you guys are family uh and thank y'all for being part of ours so guys talk to y'all later Bye. adam
0: yeah uh, jesus loves you be kind to each other guys we'll see you next week